Hello there. Hey, Billy. How's it going? All right, so far. By yourself. Pretty dang good. Pretty dang good. I'm very glad. Um, we don't have any guests with us tonight, right? Not that I'm aware of. Oh, finally, I hated all those people. I'm glad we can just be us and not anyone else over having this. It makes it so complicated. Okay, maybe I don't feel quite that way. I exaggerate a little. For entertainment purposes, I'm sure. Yes, I don't genuinely mean it. <laughs> good, good, because one of our guests happens to be within earshot. Um, I mean, uh, oh, they all sucked except the last one. That was great. <laughs> uh, oh, Billy, I was talking about the cat. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. I thought you were talking about Damon. Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, Damon's nowhere to be found. So strange. That's okay. But... <clears throat> All right. Nonetheless. You, you do the intro like normal? Yes, let's do the intro. Sorry, lettuce is a salad. That's fine. and Billy! Space Rock. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one sounded painful almost. Yeah, yeah, it kind of was a little bit. But uh, back to our regular series time. Um, I never really, I don't think either of us established this, but uh, over the past, well, technically since November 29th or something, we've been doing what I called, I haven't really gone over this with you, uh, Guest Sember, which is essentially, I know it's a, it's a not a great title. I just put guest and put it as the first syllable of December in case you couldn't tell but uh it's basically where we have on as many people as we possibly can just to give all the giving seasons or bringing us together or something I I had a good sense there it kind of fell apart um so far I think it's gone pretty well we've had like seven people on or six I I kind of lost count um we still have more people that we're supposed to be having on soon that it hasn't quite worked out yet, but like there's still like half the month left, so we definitely have time to get more people up. I'm sure we will, but I don't know exactly when yet. You being on your trip has made it slightly more difficult, um, but I mean, well, not in Damon's case because he's doing the thing with you, so that made it pretty easy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's um, I think it's gone well so far. How do you think it's gone? Uh, so far, so awesome, Billy. I mean, really, um, I've I've very much enjoyed the number of guests we've had on. Um, yeah. Certainly, we haven't had this many guests on in any previous months, so it's been very, very interesting. Um, I've enjoyed hearing everybody's answers to our uh, Christmas questions. Um, and it's been fun, uh, depending on the person to, uh, vary where the, where the conversation goes, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I feel like they put a lot of, uh, um, thought into it, despite us not really, or at least I don't like go over what exactly we're going to ask. Like I might message them, like we're going to be asking some Christmas related questions, but I don't give them any specific, uh, things of what we're going to say partially because I kind of forget exactly what the questions are at points. But, uh, 
I, I guess I'm not the one asking them, so I don't really have to remember as easily. But <laughs> yeah, I feel like they've been doing a good job at giving some in-depth answers, probably better answers than I would give, even though I have way more time to think about it. Hi, Billy. Um, I actually was thinking about, so Damon talked about doing uh, an episode when I'm up there of like, uh, we do Christmas stories. Yeah, um, like a Christmas special, a Ben and Billy's sp- spacewalk Christmas special, where we tell Christmas stories, and um, yeah. But I figured we could even take this time to answer the questions for ourselves. You know, give podcasters a little bit more to know about us. What do you think of that? I think that's a pretty good idea. We did. I don't think we had a lot of. Uh like ideas of what we're going to be talking about because it was like literally 10 minutes um prior to recording this that i knew we were going to be doing a podcast tonight (laughs) like at a specific time and i uh, hadn't entirely eaten my food yet i mean i pretty much eaten almost all of it now but uh i got back from work like 15 minutes prior to uh recording this obviously the listeners don't really care because like it's going to go up at a different time anyway but yeah, if if you want to ask the questions and then answer them once you're done, it, after I'm done answering them or something like that, then that could work. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I guess the first question would be uh, the usual, do you celebrate Christmas? Uh, yes, I do. It isn't really anything to, um, like... I don't know, different than normal. I think it's very similar to Coben's uh, answer, like, way back when. Um, it, it's a very, like, standard kind of thing, where it's just we celebrate Christmas in the way that most people do with going to uh, grandparents' house or um, being around, well, I guess in my case, my aunt and uncle and cousin from my mother's side, and also see my grandparent, well, in this case... Well, usually I would see my grandparents uh, on my father's side, but my grandfather on my father's side kind of um, died earlier. Well, like earlier in January, so it's kind of more difficult to visit him because he's not exactly in the house anymore. But um, I guess I would just see my grandmother and one of my uncles on that side. Yeah, well, that would be... That'd be good. Um, cool. Well, uh, to answer my own question, yes, I celebrate Christmas, and <laughs> I freaking love it. Christmas is probably uh, one of my favorite times of year. Um, it's interesting. I was watching this show called uh, Disclaimer. This is a show on Netflix, so, I mean, I'm not trying to, like, barge the title or like getting any copyright infringement or anything like that uh, uh, it's called Dash and Lily uh, and I from watching that I came, came to realize that for a lot of people and in the past myself included um, Christmas time can be either the hap- happiest time of year or it could be the lone, loneliest time of year where you just feel so alone and so sad and stuff, which 
suck. That's not how it should be. Um, but um, I just thought a lot about that with uh, watching that show. I was like, wow, like, that's a really interesting point that, you know, if you're alone at this time of year, it can feel like you're even more alone. There's like, it feels like it's even more dark. It's even more, <clears throat> you know, sad. You just see all these couples, all these families, all these, you know, this and that. Uh, paired together and like here you are all by yourself (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah I mean I guess we can move on segue into our next question and maybe that'll help absolve some of what I have made so gloom oh that's alright I don't care (laughs) we need gloom moments every once in a while (laughs) yeah yeah gloom and doom uh uh, Billy, what does Christmas mean to you? Um, it's pretty uh, uh, kind of standard, like I said before. Um, it's just about kind of like celebrating like what kind of stuff you have and also technically stuff that you receive in the Christmas time, like in the morning. So maybe not entirely celebrating what you have, more of like in celebrating what you have and what you will also have. And uh, just generally time for giving and being around people and such. Um, I know the whole Christmas thing is like, you know, Jesus Christ, obviously. Like, last name is part of Christmas, so <laughs> kind of hard to ignore. Um, we don't, yeah. really, we don't like, do a lot of religious-based things during Christmas. We sometimes go to a church and uh, hear some sort of service. I haven't really been able to in the past few uh years because I've been working that time and uh, I just have like been working the Christmas Eve shift until like six or so o'clock and then um, then I can't see it because it starts at like four or something so I haven't been able to do that specific part but uh, otherwise it's just about the very standard being around uh, people you care about sometimes you can't always be around them but uh, Sometimes in the Christmas time, you're able to more so than other parts of the year, I guess. Just that kind of answer. Yeah, that was a very solid answer, Billy. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Whoa! Oh shoot! Was I? Did I ask what? does Christmas mean to you or yeah okay perfect um or wait did I ask how did you how do you celebrate this time of year uh, I think it was the first sorry. one yeah I think the first one was uh okay, okay. like do I yeah but yeah you got it we are perfect. very good at like keeping track of our questions <laughs> that we ask each other I just, I just wanted to make sure I'm answering the same one um yeah, for me though, I celebrate or what Christmas means to me is, you know, of course, Christ. Uh, I'm a Christian and so I just, I love to celebrate his life and that he was born and lived and taught and died for our sins and then was resurrected. Like, I believe that, I know that be true and so I just think it's so cool 
to have this time of year literally dedicated to him and just to to be able to share the light that I felt and the love that I felt through him and like to share that with others is and to just kind of feel that magic in the air yeah it's been really helpful having that in mind too when I have been lonely or alone on the holidays I've been like I can just remember that and, and see that light and that love everywhere I look I feel like you know it's just a lot of times in life I feel like it's just a, a little change of perspective and we it can change you know so much of your life like change if you can change your words you can change your world hmm. sorry did you hear that my phone kind of yeah so. I heard I heard a noise I didn't hear what it was though oh yeah uh, that was my phone falling um, but yeah if you can change your words you can change your world so if you change like the words you have going on in your head then I feel like you can change your world oh yeah I think so um so, um, I think that's the most inspirational message we've had on Ben and Billy's Spacewalk in, in a good good bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think so, probably. Uh, before, it was about uh, asking people like Travis if he, like, held down any of his, like, patients or something like that. Or something to that degree. So, yeah, that's a little bit more in-depth thought answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, now Billy, how do you celebrate this time of year? I think I already did. I answer that to a degree. It was you like did. Uh, you did. Um, okay. uh, I just wanted to make sure to to ask the physical question, like you, but just a short recap, and then I'll move on to that answer. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Basically, I just kind of visit my. Uh grandparents and uh, some of my uncles and aunts but not all of them because like some of them live a lot further away um, like sometimes they're like in Washington but not necessarily this section of Washington so um, sometimes it's a little bit difficult but like a fair portion of them are at least within a couple cities of here so I'll visit them and then uh, do some sort of regular gift exchange and like eat a lot of food during the like morning time and uh like try out stuff that i've received sometimes i get something like uh like a gift card for a uh, like my gaming system like uh last year i got a um like playstation network money so i got super star wars that was originally released on super nintendo and played on playstation 4 which is really difficult um i'm not entirely sure i would recommend it but i just do stuff like that in the morning and then uh, for the rest of the day, it's like cleaning up. Um, oh, okay, maybe not the rest of the day, cleaning up stuff because it doesn't take that long. Um, but like cleaning up stuff afterwards and then um, just thinking, well, that specific part is over. Now let's see what I can do for the rest of the day. And then uh, that's that's really about it most of the time. It doesn't vary very much from that. Nice. So like you basically just spend like the first part of your day and then the last bit of your day you're just kind of like oh well what do i do with the rest of my day now yeah pretty much oh cool the rest the like the last half is basically just a normal day um usually yeah sometimes there's a little bit of uh 
difference, but not like Christmas time specific stuff going on afterwards. Yeah. You know what? I can't really argue with that. I feel it kind of the same way, honestly. Yep. Um. Okay, so uh, for me, celebrating this time of year, like I said, I just uh, you know celebrate the birth of Christ and His life. But uh, I I love to celebrate it with my family, just like. You know, the standard answer, but uh, there's really nothing better. And that's not just like my biological family. That's also my, you know, my extended family of, of like friends and just loved ones, you know. Uh, cats included, Mac. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed really really enjoyed this time of year just specifically to to see the joy that people get not only from from receiving gifts but from giving them and that that to me has been probably one of my my greatest joys this time of this time of year is is in giving but uh if you don't mind i can I would love to answer this question, this next one first. Oh, yeah, totally. So this next question is, what's one tradition you want to carry on with your family? And I actually have like a couple of Christmas stories that I have in mind, but uh, I just wanted to share one in specific where I remember one year we had some extra money and we knew of a fan, like... I think it was two families or three families that were really struggling uh, money-wise, and so we got them. I think it was hundred-dollar gift cards, and this isn't, of course, this isn't to like to our own horns or anything like that. But <laughs> my family did this because we wanted to we knew that they were struggling financially and so we wanted to do something nice for them so we grabbed we got a couple of hundred dollar gift cards or fifty dollar gift cards or something to specific places that for like groceries and then for you know toys or something of the sort and my mom parked down the block a little ways so they wouldn't see our car and then we ran and we snuck and we found hiding places and we put the cards on their door with a little note or a, a get a card or something to let them know like Merry Christmas you're loved and then we like rang the doorbell and ran and we did it at night time and it was so fun it was one it's one of my greatest memories and uh, we only had enough money to do it a couple of years but that was always one of my favorite Christmas memories and something that I would love to carry on with my family. So 
that's that's probably my answer to a question and I can I can repeat that again for you uh, the the question if you if you want before you start Billy oh it's okay um, I think that's a really good thing to do um, the what your family did I feel like that's something that obviously I know a lot of people can't like do that for other people but I'm glad you got to with that opportunity like when you could yeah that's a good thing. Um, for mine, um, if I do have, like, an extended family a lot later on, I want to try to, like, uh, uh, it's something that I, like, specifically do. It's not just something that necessarily happens with, like, the rest of my family, but a tradition I like to try to do is to put, um, to, like, find some friends that you're not, like, family related to and attempt to, like, do something for them, um, like more so not just necessarily getting a gift of some sort but uh to like focus on uh like just more people besides just who you're related to because like i am aware that there are like i know it's usually the whole thing is like family getting together and everything but i know that some families aren't necessarily um all the same and that some family members um aren't necessarily good to be around or something to that degree or they're not in the area or just something like that and um i feel like instead of like just doing that with like people you're related to is to give some sort of gift or something like that to people that uh you're like close to but not necessarily related to so for example um my friend caden who was on the podcast a couple episodes ago um, we did this like little gift exchange thing where I got him Resident Evil 2 on the PlayStation 4 and he got me a Code Vein on the PlayStation 4, which took me a while to beat because I didn't really get around to it for a while, but I did eventually really enjoy. Um, another example is um, Travis, who was also on another podcast like three or so episodes ago, is where I got him... Um, uh, I think it was Kingdom Hearts 3, and he got me a PlayStation 4 controller. There's a lot of PlayStation 4 stuff going around here. Uh-huh. Basically, the PlayStation 4 is a really good system to give gifts for, so get one of those games if you're looking for someone to get stuff for. But uh, I did that. I have more stuff I'm like giving to more people than just those two like those two included but like even more than just them so I have something for those two and then um, several other friends that are in that same like those friend groups and some other ones so I try to do that to make sure that I think about more than just who I'm related to and funnily enough it's actually easier for me to shop for my friends because I know more about what they do like generally and I'm not entirely sure if that's a necessarily good thing but I noticed that as I was thinking like okay I have an idea of what I can buy for them but I think about my family members I was like what do these people like <laughs> what do they what do they enjoy <laughs> I I can admit that I've had the same struggles I'm like uh, my family is doing a uh, a secret Santa gift exchange so we just draw someone's name out of the hat and we have to make a, a gift or give them a gift that costs less than $10 to make but it's, it's supposed to be homemade 
and so it's kind of uh, difficult and I think it's safe to say because I don't believe that he listens to this podcast but I drew my grandpa and I mean this guy is like my hero like my um, you know the guy that I looked up to since I was a little tyke you know like I was uh, since as long as I can remember and um, he really showed me what it was like to be a man all these things and I'm just sitting here thinking like so easy to get my friends the gifts I was just like oh they would think this was really funny or like oh they would love this or whatever and um, so I'm just like sitting here and thinking about what on earth I can get my grandpa or make my grandpa I'm like what can I do that that would possibly be you know good enough or like what does he really like that I can make you know because <laughs> I could think of some things to purchase but I just I'm struggling and of course Christmas is coming up pretty pretty soon here so <laughs> it is we'll see <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, commission a piece for his uh, for his new uh, podcast even though he doesn't have a podcast <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> uh, you about ready for a space facts of the day, my friend? Uh, I think so. I was actually wondering if, if after the spacewalk we could do one of those uh, book club segments because I got some stuff to talk about after your space fact, and then I think we can be pretty close to ending it after that. Perfect. That sounds awesome, Billy. All right. All right. So, space fact of the day, we're actually going to be talking about. Drum roll, please. The moon. Wait, what? Dun dun. Yeah, the moon. The moon is in space. So, anyways, everything's in space. Oh my gosh, you're right, Billy. Except (laughs) for anything on Earth. Well, technically, everything on Earth is in space. Hmm. I watch Rick and Morty, okay? My IQ is at, like, 3,000, all right? That's how I learn these things. <laughs> perfect, perfect. I'm glad, Billy. Um, okay. The moon. The moon is responsible for the rise and fall of tides on Earth. Um... There are two bulges in the Earth due to the gravitational pull that the moon exerts. One on the side facing the moon and the other on the opposite side that faces away from the moon. The bulges move around the oceans as the Earth rotates, causing high and low tides around the globe. Wow. Yes. Very, very interesting. Now... Here's another interesting fact. The moon is slowly drifting away from the Earth. Aww. Um, Yeah, yeah, very sad. The moon is moving approximately 3.8 centimeters away from our planet every year. It's estimated that it will continue to do so for about 50 billion years or so. Like, is anyone going to notice... (laughs) <laughs> Billy, 
someone is clearly noticing if this if they've done the math on this. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. So um, after about fifty billion billion with a B, um, just like billion, um, and Ben, and Ben. Um, by the time that that happens, though, the moon will be taking around forty-seven days to orbit the Earth instead of the current twenty-seven point three days. Um, as we've witnessed in. Uh, missions to the moon person weighs much much less on the moon uh, but for an approximation you would weigh about 1 16th or 16.5% of your weight on earth which which comes to uh, for me anyways but if it was one sixteenth, wouldn't it would be only like six percent? Well, I mean, like six times sixteen is like ninety six percent. But I, I know it's not exact. But yeah, I think it was more of a rough estimate, Billy. That's oh, all right. I would be approximately twenty five pounds on the moon. It's kind of light. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure how I would feel about that. Of course, I would need air to breathe to uh, experience it, but you know. Um, Another fun fact about the moon, and this will be the last one for the day, the moon has quakes. Moon quakes. These are caused by the gravitational pull of the Earth. Lunar astronauts used seismographs on their visits to the moon and found the that and found small moon quakes. Oh my gosh, this is a tongue twister. I don't know why though. Small moon quakes occurred, occurred <laughs> several kilometers beneath the surface, causing ruptures and cracks. Scientists think the moon has a molten core just like the Earth. Very interesting. Very interesting. It is, I think, at least. Um, so Billy uh, I believe we have time for the book club okay are you ready for the uh, opening title for the book club absolutely book club book club I think that's pretty good wow did you like plan that out ahead or did you just do that now I just did that now nice I think we should do that every single time perfect alright um have I talked to you about the Final Fantasy and the um, Lord of the Flies books in another episode? I don't think I have. Mm, you've mentioned Lord of the Flies, and I think you've mentioned the Final Fantasy, but I think it was in a uh, personal conversation. Okay, yeah. Um, well, I actually have three then. Two of them I read a while ago, and then one was very recent, so... Um... Uh, let's see. For the first one, I guess uh, Lord of the Flies. It's a pretty classic book. It's uh, where these kids from, like I think, ages 6 to 12 or something like that get um, stranded on an island with no adults, and they have to come up with these sort of rules of like how they're going to live and survive while someone tries to rescue them, which they don't even know if it's going to happen. And uh, they just like become very bad characters, or I mean, like bad people. 
where they're some of them are like trying to stay calm and some of them have completely um like given in to their animal instincts and like kill each other um it's a little like difficult to read only in the regards that like these kids are not very old and it i think like okay this i don't know if this would really happen in reality i feel like these kids wouldn't be so like easy to um to uh like just kill each other within the span of like a week or so <laughs> Um, I mean, I don't know how much time in the book passes. It's been a little while since I read it, but uh, it just—I I don't think it's entirely believable that that's like a realistic thing that would happen. Um, uh, there's a little bit of a spoiler here. I won't mention like who the characters are, also because I don't remember who they are. But like one or two of them like push a boulder and it, like it kills a kid. And I'm thinking like, how could like a kid that's no older than twelve push a boulder that's heavy enough to murder someone on impact it's just i don't think it's as realistic as other people think it is but um other than that it's pretty good um i don't really um i don't think it like takes all that long to read it only took a few hours for me to read it along with the audiobook listening so i definitely recommend it for sure even if i don't think it's like the most uh uh, most realistic book I feel like it could be but uh, regardless yeah I think it's pretty good uh, the next one is the Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 3 Memory of Heroes book which is a like a collection of the first three Famicom Final Fantasy games uh, in book form so it gives some more detail on other like little details in the games that were not really fleshed out as much but it doesn't really do anything past that it's also kind of disappointing that like um it's split up into three sections for each game but it's like um the first one only takes like 50 or so pages and that's not very much time because you have to talk about the characters and their quest to like get each of the crystals and then fight their boss at the end and then get the like their time travel thing at the end of the game done and they don't really leave much room for side quests or anything like that in the game and it just kind of skips over like really important things that i thought they would have mentioned like they skip over certain towns that have things going on with them entirely um they like trek through these dungeons at multiple points in the games and it only talks about that for like a paragraph or like half of a paragraph in the book and I feel like it would have been better to like mention how they did that one really interesting example is in the games you have to go into a volcano and there's no way to avoid the lava or magma I guess since it's not like erupted so what the characters in the game do is you just literally walk through magma and you have to just heal the characters once you get past it and that's such a weird thing that you think would be acknowledged in some way or at least something added like maybe they have some sort of structure they use to get past the magma without literally just walking through it but they don't mention that at all and it's just these missed opportunities which don't really make much sense at all and i feel like it could have just done more that kind of applies to the other two as well although to be fair they do put a lot more 
detail because those stories are a lot more important than the first one. So it definitely gets better the more you read. But at the same time, once you're like done with the first and second part, it like doesn't affect the one after that or before it. So it's it doesn't always like hold your interest because all the characters, what they do in that section of the story mean nothing in the next part because they're just not connected. Um, so... I, I would still recommend it, but I would also recommend that you play the games first so you kind of know what's going on. And because yeah. I think, like, playing the games w- are, like, generally more... Engaging? Uh, like, like yeah. Times. I mean, they definitely take a lot longer because you have to do, like, grinding to make sure your characters are stronger. That's not something you can really do in a book unless you just have, like, a page <laughs> or two of, like, characters fighting an enemy. The equivalent for a book would just be rereading those pages like over and over again, but that's not something you can really do. It works better in a game, but uh, that's definitely yeah. Oh, let me just let me just read this page five more times, and I'll be strong enough to take on the, the next boss. page. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Maybe I'm being a little harsh on it, um, but I didn't really like it as much as I hoped it would funny thing was i expected i would get the book in like january of this year and i didn't end up getting it until august because the book kept getting like delayed for its release which is really weird because the japanese version of it where obviously i can't read it because i can't read japanese or speak it or anything it was released in 2012 so i don't get the whole <laughs> issue with it because it's like they had eight years to localize it i don't think they need like eight more or like six more months or whatever it is or i guess it would be eight but maybe it was in july i don't remember i i it took me like a month or two to actually read it just because i wasn't that interested for a little bit but yeah if you buy it i recommend you just keep going through it gets better after the first story but uh play the games too they're they're pretty good i think and then the last one and then we can probably end the episode is the one i just finished like a day or two ago it's uh devil may cry volume one which is based off of the playstation 2 game but instead of like an adaptation of the story it's like a one that takes place before the game so what happens is you have your character dante except he goes by name tony redgrave because um he's like trying to get away from his past and he ends up going back to his like normal name of dante by the end of it but instead of like uh in the games he's this uh half human half devil devil hunter where he's trying to kill like these demons that uh like his goal at the like the first game at least was to kill the one who killed his uh mother and maybe father i don't remember exactly but uh that kind of gets resolved at the end of the first game but what he's trying to do in the book is he's just trying to like make sure he has enough money to um like run his shop also called the devil may cry um but the thing is i actually think i like the story in the book better than in the games because while i like the first game is like like my top like three favorite games ever the story isn't really engaging at all and it's kind of funny because of how bad the voice acting is and obviously you're not going to get the same experience in the book because you read it you don't listen to it unless you have an audiobook but in this case i didn't even though i looked it up so what happens in the story without spoiling it there are actually some like important character deaths which make this it like actually look like it has some stakes instead of just 
the main character going through unscathed. I mean, that doesn't happen in the in the game. I mean, he does get injuries in there, but they're not lasting ones. So it feels more important in the book, and it has like the same general structure of the games as like you going into a regular like building or like area that just looks like an ordinary area but then by the end like third you're in this like demonic world which is completely unlike the regular world and you have to fight these characters that look nothing like anything in reality so i actually like that one a lot and if you can get it for cheap which is kind of difficult because it goes for a high price usually i definitely recommend you get it um it also helps to have played the game, but then again, it doesn't go over the story of the game, so um, it's not really an issue if you necessary. don't. Yeah, it's good yeah. to know the characters like in the game that appear in the book, which, although there aren't that many, it's not like required. Yeah, gotcha. Now, Billy, I, I do have one question for you before we go. Yeah. Um, what do you use for your audiobooks? Uh, I only use, like, YouTube because they have a lot of them, like, for free. I don't have to do, do any, like, audiobook service. Um, I do look for other, like, ways to listen to them if I need to. But so far, I haven't found an instance where I've needed to, like, have an audiobook so I listen and have not found it on YouTube. Um, like, I'll do a Google search and I'll look for something on, like, Audible like, for example, I was going to read some of the Blade Runner books, and mm-hmm. um, although I have, like, three of the four books, um, only the first one that I've read has an audiobook to it. The other ones don't, and they're not on YouTube, they're not on Audible or anything like that, so just YouTube, really. But I increase the speed to times two, so I don't have to spend, like, twice the amount of time I really need, because I don't need to listen to them be very slow with the reading, so that's how I do it. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you, Billy. And thank you for your contributions to the book club section. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll like up, update a little bit uh, sooner. I mentioned in the last episode that I've, or something like that, that I've been reading Game of Thrones, which has been taking up a lot of time because there's way more pages there. So it's, I just can't get it done as quickly. But uh, I'm, I might get one more out by the end of the year, probably. Oh, for sure. That'd be awesome. That would be really. Really impressive, Billy. Yep. Cool. Well, thank you for thank you for your time. Thank you for answering all the questions. Oh yeah, thank you for answering them too. You did that as well. <laughs> of course. Well, with that, Billy. This is Ben and Billy. Sign-